0: Chapter 6 for a moment. Appreciate each and every one of you that are here in the house of God. Everybody said hallelujah. Okay. Luke chapter 6. I'm going to begin reading with verse 46. Luke chapter 6 and verse 46. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it. For it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want to take a moment and talk to you about digging deep. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. You know, when you, uh, when you first begin to come to God's house and you begin, I hope, to enjoy the environment, the Holy Ghost environment, the presence of the Lord, uh, the good songs of Zion, the church, and the, we hope that you uh, enjoy the ministering of God's Word. Those that are in Sunday school, and the teaching, all the things that they get downstairs, we hope that they enjoy that. But you know, there, there comes a point for everybody, not just for one or two, but for everybody, as Jesus made it clear here. There are many people that say, Lord, Lord. There are many people that in a rather shallow way call on His name. Now, that's a beginning, and there's nothing wrong with that. Thankful for the first beginning times That uh, somebody is looking towards Jesus and beginning to attend services, uh, possibly once a week, maybe. Great. It's a start. It's a beginning. To learn how, you know, to clap your hands. I couldn't, you know, I mess that up a lot. I have to watch somebody and get it going right. Some people are just natural at it, and others of us are just hit and miss. But I'll tell you what, it's okay to be hit and miss on the clapping if you won't be hit and missing on the attendance. We want to try to be very consistent about that because we don't want to find ourselves in that category or categorize ourselves with that, why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say. We don't want to find ourselves facing Jesus Christ in a day of accountability and that be said to us, that be how it is with us. Now, I want to talk to you about how to get past that, how to get past the initial surface of things. Because the one that heard what Jesus had to say, the one that's in the earshot of the preaching of God's Word, and then they don't do what He says, then He likened them to somebody that does this without a foundation. There's no digging going on. They're just right on the earth, right on the top. They begin to try to build, and of course they they build like that, which is the kind that he's saying, "Say unto me, Lord, Lord," but then they don't do what he's saying. Right. otherwise, though, contrarywise, he said, if you're going to be somebody that hears my sayings and then does them. Then he said, you're going to be likened unto somebody that digs deep when they lay the foundation. They're not on the surface, and they're not superficial, and they're not just saying, Lord, Lord. But there's something behind what they're saying and what they're doing. You, You want, everybody comes to that place to where either they're going to dig in or not. If you're going to move past the surface, if you're going to move past that place of just saying, Lord, Lord, but that He really becomes Lord in your life, that you submit yourself to Him and to His Word, and in other words, what His Word is saying, you begin to do it, then you're going to be somebody who is dug in. You're not going to be somebody that the Bible talked about, blowed about with every wind of doctrine or every little thing the enemy brings along, every little saying or every little new idea or every little fad or pick up on something that will allow you to keep on going about your superficial, fleshly ways. No, you're going to become somebody that says, this is for real, and I'm not going any longer to remain on the surface. I don't want to just be a visitor. I don't want to just be somebody that comes and goes and maybe soothes my conscience a little bit. But I want to dig in. I want to begin to dig to where I'm getting this foundation where I'm learning what is correct and what is right, and I'm doing it. Now, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, now I want you to understand something with me here, okay? Uh, We're going to come right down here next to Sister Torres and she's going to scoot over and we're going to make room there, thank you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and I want to make this clear, when you uh, begin to read the New Testament, then you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you're reading the four accounts of the one gospel four different minds that the Holy Ghost used to write about that time period and particularly the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ is you repenting and you getting baptized in Jesus name and then you receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost because that's the death, the burial and the resurrection. He did die, he was buried, he rose again on the third day. He he died for sin You die through repentance to sin. He was buried. You also are buried with him in water baptism. And he rose again from the dead. You also will rise in a newness of life, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Okay? Now, when you get to the uh, book of Acts, this is where, that's the fifth book of the New Testament, after Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You come to the book of Acts. You are then going to read about the birth of the church That Jesus started. That's the only church, congregation, though it is universal, it is for everybody, it is the only one he ever started. And it's the one that you want to be a part of. The church is not a building of, of block and mortar and mix. It is people. It is made up of people who are believing the gospel, people who are repenting, people who are being baptized in Jesus' name, and people who are receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. That places you into the body of Christ, the church, the congregation. It calls you out of darkness, out of sin, out of just saying, Lord, Lord, out of being shallow and superficial and moving past that and digging deep and laying the foundation. And then Here he comes from the book of Romans to Revelation. You are reading letters or epistles or messages that were sent through To the people who had repented, who had been baptized in Jesus' name, and who had received the Holy Ghost, who make up the church, the body of Christ. These are letters of instruction. These are messages telling them, now that you're saved, we're going to teach you how to stay saved. We're going to teach you how to dig in. We're going to teach you how to dig deep. We're going to teach you how to be able to withstand the many things that are going to come against you and try to get you to just be fly-by-night here and gone. Once in a while, show up. The enemy wants to keep you out of balance. He wants to keep you where your heart is double and your thinking is double. He, wa- he does not want you to unify over this thing and settle your mind on this thing and say, this is what I need to believe and do. He doesn't want you to do that. And the reason he wants doesn't want you to do that is because he, he wants you to be just on the top first two cases that were dealt with in the uh, scripture in the New Testament uh, that had to do with people believing. And every one of them believed. So, you know, there are different levels to believing. There's that Lord, Lord stuff, very superficial, just a little light thing. And uh, he, he likened those two cases to those that didn't dig in. They were just on the top. They didn't have any depth of earth. They didn't dig in. They didn't dig down. They didn't begin to uh, lay a foundation, and and the reason the enemy doesn't want you to do that is because he knows. He's the, he's the one that brings the storm uh, in this world and in this life and he, he does not want you to be able to stand or to withstand that which he is bringing. He brings terrible storms into people's lives. He brings upheaval. The word vehemently means it's a powerful. It's not just some little light breeze and not just some little drizzle of rain. He's coming in hurricane force. He's coming in cyclone force. He's coming to destroy. The Bible said not only is he a liar, and the father of lies which is a characteristic of the devil which you want nothing to do with but you better remember also that he comes to kill he comes to pluck up he comes to destroy he is not playing games he wants you in hell he wants you to be with him for all of eternity and so therefore he does not want you to dig in he doesn't want you to build something that will be able to withstand what he's bringing and Jesus said well people that just Lord, Lord they don't do what I say he said well they don't dig in and they they just build on the earth they build on natural things they build on on uh the things of the earth and the fleshly things the carnal things and and so doing you know all the while they're saying lord lord you know and uh he said but they're not doing what I say and consequently the house is not built properly and, and when the storm comes, Jesus made it crystal clear. It will fall, and great will be the fall of it. Oh, but, he said, now you get somebody that quits messing around. You, you get somebody that quits playing around. You get somebody that's going to listen to this and get into this and begin to read this and study this and take it in and soak it in and follow the instructions. Um, we had a, a nice little joke about uh, godly humor about um, somebody asked how come how the building was being so well built and he was a person with construction background now he does roofs that's his specialty. He does the roof but um, he's done other things and framing and what have you and he, he was admiring and he wanted to know uh, how that was getting done and so uh, the brethren said well we just went to Home Depot and bought one of those books and followed the steps so we had a little fun about that but you know what truthfully this book does have the steps And when it comes to building that spiritual foundation, that's what you do need to follow you do need to follow what the book of books is saying and and Jesus said if you hear my sayings and you'll do what the, what the sayings what the word of God what the chapter and verse what the subject matter is telling you he said then you're going to dig deep and because that's that's what the book is teaching you to do to dig into this I asked somebody the other day because they called me they called the office here and they wanted us to get involved with, with something they were promoted over in the convention center or something and whoo it sounds good it's so big and it's so cool and it's going to be this and that and the other and I said let me ask you a question they said yes and I said well I'm lost tell me how to be saved. what do I need to do and it got very quiet on the other end of the line very quiet now you know you can get offended about me saying that that somebody wants to invite you and get you all involved with some kind of thing going on whereas a crossing over I believe it was the theme when all the while they can't even tell me the very basics of how to be saved. So, you know, that would be just like, why don't I just, we all just go across the, uh, the street here and put big straws into that dirty, filthy, nasty, alligator, poopy water over there and start drinking. Just bring all that into your system then why? Of course you're not going to do that. You're about to barf right now thinking about it. Well, how about why would we want to drink in all kinds of false doctrine, all kinds of false teaching? Why would you want to weaken and then not have a house that can stand the storm? And I'm telling you, the powers of deception are marshalling their forces to come against this generation in which you find yourself living. I tell you, the enemy's not playing. The Bible said he's bringing Gog and Magog. The Bible teaches he's bringing them for the four corners of the earth, and he's going to set himself in battle against God and everything that God stands for and you want to tell yourself I want to be digging deep here I want to dig in I want to hunker down I'm I'm putting my root down I'm settling in here I am not going to allow the enemy to get me to build a house that's tissue paper thin and won't be able to withstand anything so every time somebody pops up with some new kind of idea I'll fall for it I'll be like a tumbleweed blown all over the place and never have any root and never be settled down no you tell yourself I'm through with that kind of stuff. When I say Lord, Lord I'm going to be doing it, backing it up with some depth and some strength and some foundation and he's going to know me. He's going to know me. I will be known of him. I will be his son and I will be his daughter. I will be identified as being in the body of Christ. Moreover, brethren the writer was inspired, Paul tell the church, to tell the members, to tell people who had been baptized in Jesus' name, people who had been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He said, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached and we could also say which I preach unto you. He said, which also you have received. Now these people did what the gospel said to do. They repented. They were baptized in Jesus' name. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. They received this. They did it. And wherein, he said, you stand. You stand. Now, see, when you dig in, when you determine to dig in, then you're going to stand. That's what the Bible said. That storm, same identical storm is going to come, only your house is going to stand. You hear me? Your house is going to stand. The Bible said it it couldn't even shake it. Couldn't even shake it. Amen. Amen. He said, by which, now he said, by this gospel, in other words, that you received and by wherein you stand, he said, by which also, ye are saved, you are delivered. And he's saying, now, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, so if I keep this in memory if I keep digging there's no place to stop digging there's no place to stop growing there's no place to stop fortifying things in the Holy Ghost there's no place to to say I don't need the weapons of our warfare when in reality we need every one of them we need everything that God has given to us in the spiritual realm and he said and and I'm going to tell you what people are always talking about getting outside the box well they're so busy lifting up and looking outside the box They're missing what's in the box. They're overlooking the great foundation that gives you the strength to stand against the enemy's onslaught. You better forget looking outside the box or the book, and you better start looking inside the book. You better start searching, searching for the depths that are contained in the Word of God, that root you and ground you and saddle you, and that will keep you saved, keep you delivered. That's why people who uh, who maintain a shallow status, who refuse for whatever reason to dig in, that's why those people wind up doing the same old things they used to do. That's why they, I had a young man many, many years ago, he's up there a little bit in age now, but he came around here when he was 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, and, and uh, once in a while I get him to visit the church, but most of the time he was too busy doing cocaine, and tell me, he told me so you know I go to one of those halfway programs and he said I'll do okay for 5 days and then the weekend comes and I blow the whole thing. Well you know people can do the same thing in the spiritual realm. They can do the same thing and you and if you're not careful, you'll 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 find yourself being blown away. How come I can't Uh, get through the week and and the whole week, seven days, and and do it right. How come? Because sometimes people don't dig in. That's how come. This isn't something that we can just go on our little merry way and go back to the former lifestyle. We want a new lifestyle. We want what the Bible called an upright conversation that means that it's a it's a style of living that has moral excellence to it it has spiritual honor to it that you're not a dishonorable person that you're somebody that God has put honor in your life and on your life and, excuse me that he's made you a part of the body of Christ and he wants you he expects you he demands of you and it is totally necessary for us to dig in So that we can put, we can string spiritual success with spiritual success and get a nice big long string of it and say, my, I haven't had a a drink in years. I I haven't done any dope in years. I got delivered from that. I got delivered from that. And a whole lot of catalog of other things. A catalog that's larger and bigger than J.C. Penney's and Sears coupled together. A great big old catalog of sin out there. A whole lot of things that a person can find themselves getting into. Twisting up and, and messing up and confusing their lives and dragging them back into the horrible pit from whence God has gotten them out of. If you want to get past the why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Then you got to dig deep and you got to dig in. And you've got to tell yourself this the writer is telling me, I get the gospel. That's good. That saves me from sin. And I want to stay saved. Because the next case the Bible talked about, it said that this individual got among the thorns and, and it began to choke all the cares and the lusts and the deceitfulness of sin of this life, begin to choke the good spirit of God that was in their lives and the church and the teachings and they just didn't get into this deep enough to where they could withstand every trick and wile of the enemy that's why the Bible said finally brethren be strong in the Lord dig in and in the power of his might and said take unto you the whole armor of God you don't want a portion of this you don't want part of this you want all of this the angel told John, here's the book, take all of it, all of it. You can remain standing. we are going to sing a little chorus, because if I don't quit, I'm not going to quit. But he said, look, he said, you're going to stay saved if you keep in memory what I've preached to you. That's what's going to, you got to keep on letting this help you to dig in, help you to get past the, the top, the superficial surface of things you want to you want to really get in this you want to really get into the church you don't want to go back to the old lifestyle you don't want to go back to the old way of thinking and to the old serpent which is the devil in his old ways you don't want that you you they told me years and years and years ago when I first came into church they said it doesn't matter who leaves you don't leave doesn't matter who quits you don't quit doesn't matter who gives up, you don't give up. Doesn't matter who stops digging, you don't stop digging, in other words. you just And you just got to dig in. Man, when family comes around and friends come around, so-called, and all kinds of uh, influences come around in your life, you got to dig in. You know, you got to dig in and you got to say, I shall not be moved. I'm not going to let the enemy push me around here. I'm not going to quit learning what's right. I'm not going to quit growing in grace and knowledge. I'm not going to quit with the book. I'm not going to quit with church. I'm not going to quit with all the good things. I'm going to be right in there and I'm going to be immovable, always abounding, growing in grace and knowledge in the work of the Lord because that's not in vain. That's not of vanity. That's not something that's of no value. Living for God is of the greatest value. Yes, it is. Thank you. Amen. And you know your Bible said that deep calleth unto deep. You didn't read it said shallow called unto shallow. It said deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water. Oh, you can start hearing a sound. You come around here. You're going to hear a sound that comes from heaven. Acts chapter 2, that's exactly what they heard. They went through all kinds of things and my goodness, they stumbled into that upper room on the word of faith that Jesus Christ gave them and they went there to receive the promise of the Spirit and when they got there, first day, nothing. Second day, nothing. And you know what? I never read where one of them quit or one of them left. About 120, including Mary, the mother of the flesh, stayed right there. And when the day of Pentecost, Seven days later, the day of Pentecost was fully come. The Bible said there came a sound from heaven. God heard the hunger of their heart, and they dug in for seven days, and they dug deep. And the Bible said the Holy Ghost fell on all of them. All of them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They all began to speak with other tongues or languages as his spirit gave them the utterance. Everybody said, praise the Lord. See, some people won't dig deep. They just want to shake a hand. Some people want somebody to hand them a little pre-written prayer and they just want to sign it and date it. They're not digging deep. That's why it's Lord, Lord, and they go back to the same old things, doing the same old junk, life being destroyed. Okay? You dig deep. You tell yourself, Jesus Christ's Bible tells me he's offering a whole lot more than signing a card. He's offering me more than shaking a hand. He's offering me more than taking Christ as my personal Savior because those words aren't in the Bible. Let's go to what the Bible is saying and let's believe it and that's when you start getting some depth when you start thinking in terms of chapter and verse what does the Bible say how does the Bible say it let me do it the way the Bible is saying it and first news you know you're digging in and you're getting straight they're building a certain wall over there and they're building a certain way because if they don't it won't have the strength we got to build spiritually a certain way a correct way a Bible way a godly way an upright way Let's lift our hearts with our hands and let's worship Him.
1: Moses, when he was in the wilderness, and the, they drank water from a rock, and the Bible said that that rock was Christ. And the Bible said that they all partook of that rock and all took the water. Yes. I'm not interested in letting everything go by me and not taking part of what God has for us. Amen. God has something that's greater than anything this world has to offer, and I, wa- I want to take part in that. Amen. I want to be partaker of that. Because it's going to come a time when this world is going to pass away. everything's going to pass away. The money, the cars, everything's going to go away. But God, his promises will stand strong. His word will stand true for all eternity, for everlasting life. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord. At this time, we're going to take up an offering. Everybody say, God bless the offering in Jesus' name.
2: My heart is big, my heart is six. my mind's made up, no room, no vacancy. No, 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 no. Chomp in a hey, for the victory You know the one in you But i to is the way This is the way we live This the way that we hey, hey, for the victory hey, before the Lift you know up your My voices say, Somebody clap your hands This is, the way. this is the way we find. This is the way that we, the we the way we find. the so it we the we the way for the way we joy This is the 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 of your voice and sing for joy.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Amen. In your Bible, in the book of Nehemiah, the Scripture talks about when they were rebuilding Jerusalem. And the Scripture says that when they begin to build the walls, that people begin to come and begin to say things and begin to question them, saying, what do they think they're doing? All these different things start coming against them, and he stood up and he said, because, he says, for the people had a mind to work, they were able to rebuild the walls. And everything was able to be complete because of their mind. and Because they were binding together. They had already made the mistake once and lost everything, but now they've got their minds together. And they're focusing here now on the right thing. And they're making their mind up saying, we are going to complete the mission at hand. We're going to finish what God has given us. We're going to go ahead and follow through here with what we're supposed to be doing. The devil wants to come and get your mind on this and your mind on that and all these different things coming at you and you've got to keep a mindset for the work of God. You have to understand we're trying to build the kingdom of God here. We're trying to come together, if you will, in one mind and in one accord. We're trying to come into this place and create an atmosphere where God is going to visit, where God is going to do great things. If we come in here with our mind on everything else, then we're not going to worship. We're not going to serve. We're not going to give Him what He is worthy of because we're going to be too distracted with what we want and what we think. Amen? The Scripture says when Joshua turned the... Uh, took the spies and told them to go into the land and spy it out they came back the two came back and said oh we can conquer this this is something that God has given us this is our blessing we're going to have no problem whatsoever we're going to go in here and we're going to do exactly what God said he's going to do and the rest of them said oh no we can't do it there's giants in there they've got big walls around their city it's too much what were they looking at? They were looking at, oh, we cannot do this. Oh, we can't do this. and we can't. Exactly, you can't do anything. But God can do all things. You've got to realize in the situations in your life, you can't do it. You're exactly right. And that's what God is trying to show you, that you've got to turn it over to Him. And let Him do the work in your life. And when the devil comes and says this and this and that, all these other things, you ignore that. And you keep your mind on the purpose. You keep your mind on the plan that God has showed you. You keep your mind on the blessing that God is bringing you each and every day. He wakes you up and gives you strength and opportunity. That's what you think on. You think of the blessings that God has given you. You think of the opportunity that God has given you right now to be in his house, to call upon his name. Amen. Sometimes, I don't know what goes through some people's minds. I think sometimes that that we just are so consumed with ourselves that we don't have a mind for God. Which the Scripture shows us that we're not going to have a mind for God if we are minding the things of this world. The Scripture says that it's going to be enmity against God or hatred toward God. You're not going to be able to focus here on what God's trying to show you. So you've got to ask yourself here this morning, what am I thinking about? What's on my mind this morning? Is all the thing on your mind this morning is getting out of here and going doing your thing? Or is your mind on church this morning? That's what my mind's on. I've come to have church. I've come to worship. I've come to lift up His name. I've come to make sure once again that my mind is in the right place and not on the wrong things here. I want my mind on making sure I'm keeping myself right. I want my mind on making sure I'm washed in His blood, that I'm filled with His Spirit, that I'm repentant of my sins, that I'm broken and submitted to Him this morning, that I'm in the right place. Well, you're in the right place this morning, but that doesn't mean you're in the right mindset. You can go anywhere. That doesn't mean you're a part of that. You can go to any club and organization walk in the door that does mean all of a sudden oh I'm a part of this no no I want to be a part of this this morning that's why I'm here I'm here to ask God I need your help Lord <laughs> I've got all these things pulling and, and, and I know that, that your word has promised me that you're going to bring me through your word has promised me that this is what you want me to do but here I've got the enemy here coming at me trying to say oh you can't do it and oh that's not going to work and oh you know all these things but I want my mind to be stayed here I want my focus to be zoomed in here on what you're doing. I just want to thank you for another day. I just want to thank you for another day to have strength, another another day to have your truth, another day to have opportunity, another day to just thank you for all the things you're doing. And when you stay thankful for the things that God has done in your life, guess what? You're going to fall in love with Him. You're going to develop a relationship with Him. You're going to want to draw closer to Him. You're going to appreciate the things that God has done in your life. You're going to be thankful for the things that God has done. But if you're not mindful of the things that God has done in your life, you're not going to be thankful. And and if you're not mindful of the things that He's getting ready to do and the things He's already done, that means you're not going to care about it. It's just going to be another thing, and you're going to treat it just like another thing, and you're going to walk all over it and use it for all your benefit. I'm not here for my benefit this morning. I'm here to worship Him. I'm here to get myself this flesh out of the way so He can use this vessel. Amen. Amen. I don't want to ever say, oh, this can't happen. Oh, this can't happen. No, 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 all things. I will, he says that I can do all things, all things. And I, I'm going to get victory through his name. I'm going, to get, I'm going to get what I need in my life through his name. I'm going to, the Bible says all power in heaven and earth are in his name. And so when we get baptized in his name, that means he's given us the strength that we need. He's given us the opportunity that we need to overcome. All we have to do is plug it in to this life that he's given us. Plug it in that it can begin to work. Amen. But if your mind is in the wrong place, it's not going to plug in. If you're thinking about this, it's not going to plug in. It's trying to like trying to plug a, a light socket into a wall with no outlet. There's nothing. There's no source there. There's no way that it can work. But you're in the place to where you can get plugged in. And so you've just got to get yourself out of the way so God can begin to work in your heart. Amen. I'm excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. I'm excited because God's given me a chance. Last night, we were getting ready for, I went to the church to get the piano set up and all these, everything ready for service and I took Ava with me and, and she asked me to play her song and, and so I started playing and she sings her songs and she quotes her Bible verse and it's so cute and I, I thank God every day for that and, and then after that she, she took me into the Sunday school classroom she said, sit down and so then she wanted to teach me Sunday school class and then she starts going, 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 going and I said, shh, be quiet, I'm teaching. I said, oh, And she starts going and going and going again. She goes, shh, stop. Listen to me. And so sometimes I think it's just that's exactly what we need to do. When your mind starts going and going and going and going and going and going, it's just as simple as saying, shh, listen here. God's trying to tell you something. Get your mind on what is trying to be told to you for you can get the direction that you you need, that you can get out of the situations that you're in. Amen. Sometimes we say all these things. Well, hey, guess what? God's trying to show you. God's trying to help you. God's trying to bring you out. God's trying to bring you into what you need, but you've got to get with the program. You've got to get your mind on what He's showing you, and you've got to follow Him. It's that simple. There's nothing difficult about serving God besides the fact you've got to be obedient to what He's showing you to do. I want to be obedient this morning. I want to be thankful, and I want to praise His name. It's that simple. You get your mind on that, and guess what? Good things are going to come in your life. When you get your mind focused on worshiping Him, giving Him thanks, pouring yourself out, God's going to bless you like you cannot even comprehend here. But you've got to step out by faith and claim it and not be like the ten spies that say, oh, this can't happen. Oh, it can happen. And it's going to happen as soon as you say, God, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And I'm going to let you do it right now. Here I am. I'm laying it down before you. I'm pouring it out to you. And I'm saying, come on, help me out here, Lord. That's all you got to do. And God is going to touch your life this morning. All right? Let's all stand and worship Him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It says that they had a mind to work. That means you've got to work at this thing. That means you've got to do something yourself here. You've got to step out in faith, and you've got to put forth the effort that I'm going to make it, that I'm going to get what I need. I'm going to give the blessing I need. I'm not going to stop because of all these different distractions, but I'm going to push through this.